We all know that elephants can't fly, yet that didn't stop Walt Disney from making us believe it was possible for 64 heart-melting minutes back in 1941. With memorable songs, tear-inducing moments, and those big blue eyes, who could forget this classic? So let's get on with the show like a bunch of dancing pink elephants as we give you the 13 things you probably didn't know about Walt Disney's timeless tale, Dumbo. Number 13. Initially, Walt Disney was uninterested in making this movie. To get him interested, storymen Joe Grant and Dick Humor wrote up the film as, as installments which they left on Walt's desk every morning. Finally, he ran into the story department saying, This is great! What happens next? Number 12. There is some controversy about the crows of the film, who are meant to represent African Americans. While the association of African Americans and crows, both black, predates the film, there are film historians like Richard Schnickel who pointed it out as an offensive and or racist. There are those who find their portrayals positive and progressive. Most of the crows were voiced by African American actors in an era which there was limited casting potential for them, and the crows are actually among the few friendly and intelligent characters in the film. Number 11. Cells for this film were the rarest in the industry. The animators, after the scene was safely in the can, would spread the used cells in the corridors and go sliding on them. In addition, the gray paint used for so many of the elephant skins would pop when the cell was flexed. Many cells were destroyed this way. Okay, sorry. Number 10. During production, there was a long and bitter animator strike in which half of the studio staff walked out. Some of the strikers are caricatured as the clowns who go to hit the big boss for a raise. Number 9. A deleted scene from this film provided a backstory for the old steam locomotive Casey Jr., showing how he came to lead the circus train. He originally pulled the passenger trains on a respectable Ohio line but could not compete with newer streamlined engines and was nearly destroyed in a crash. This would have added poignancy to Casey's existing scenes in the film, but Walt Disney ordered it cut as incidental to the main story. Instead, the footage was skillfully repurposed in black and white in Disney's feature The Reluctant Dragon. In the scene where Robert Benchley is shown how musicians, voice and foley artists create a soundtrack for an animated cartoon. Number 8. The film contrasts wildly with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, and Fantasia. Due to Walt Disney's instructions, supervising director Ben Sharpstein worked to simplify production and keep it inexpensive. The film lacks the lavish detail of its predecessors. The character designs are simpler, the background paintings are less detailed, and the character animators reuse cells. Number 7. In 2001, a sequel of Dumbo called Dumbo 2 was announced. It was to be directed by Robert C. Ramirez, who had previously co-directed Joseph, King of Dreams. Dumbo 2 was to include a relatively large cast of new characters. The project was in development for years, but in 2006, John Lasseter terminated plans for this film and other sequels to Disney's classic films. Number 6. Dumbo figures prominently into a comic sequence of Steven Spielberg's 1941, in which tough Major General Joseph W. Stilwell, played by Robert Stack, is reduced to tears as he watches it at a theater. Promo art for 1941 showed a theater marquee featuring Dumbo. Number 5. In December 1941, Time Magazine planned to have Dumbo on its cover to commemorate its success, but it was dropped due to the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Number 4. While trying to comfort Dumbo, Timothy says, Lots of people with big ears are famous. According to animation historian John Canemaker on the 2001 DVD release commentary, the line was recognized by audiences as a reference to Clark Gable. The line was also featured in the original theatrical trailer. Number 3. 
This was the first Walt Disney animated classic to be released on video cassette. Its first video release was in 1981 for rental only and put on sale in the summer of 1982. It was repackaged in 1985 and 1989 and again in 1994. It was the first released on DVD in 2001 and again in 2006, on Blu-ray in 2011 and the newest release with Digital HD in 2016. It has never gone out of print and is considered the longest Disney animated feature on video to be in print since it came out. Number two. In an article on Dumbo in 1941, writer Martin Markstein pointed out that the premise of the film strongly resembles another children's story of the same era, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. In both cases, the stories are about an innocent child cruelly ridiculed for a physical deformity, who achieved extraordinary success not in spite of it, but because of that attribute. Number one. While the film won an Academy Award for Best Scoring of a Musical Picture, its key song, Baby Mine, failed to win the Academy Award for Best Original Song. It lost to The Last Time I Saw Paris from Lady Be Good. Controversially, the winner was not actually an original song since it had previously performed in 1940. Oh, I made it through that one very difficultly, but not as bad as before. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yes, enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, rub have, it, have a good one. Rub it all over yourself in the bathtub. This is 